Welcome to The Everglow, a podcast with real advice you can actually use to live a better, happier life, especially if you're an empath. No burning sage, no crystals, no BS. Join me as I travel the world sharing the valuable lessons I learned. Hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening to this to get new episode updates. up everybody welcome to the latest episode of everglow well so much for me getting a new episode out every week but hey i'm trying my best ever since the city woke up again on june 1st uh, i won't say it's been a shit show but you know things have gradually reopened and i have had my share of uh knucklehead clients and you know the other usual things that kind of take away your time in life uh, so with that said, today's episode is exactly about that, and it's about dealing with stress and dealing with what I read in a book called Micro Stress Doses. So I'm in the process of reading this book actually by this guy called uh, Rangan, Ranjan Chatterjee, Dr. Ranjan Chatterjee. I believe he has a podcast too, although I've never heard it. And uh, I was given a book as a gift, and the book is called The Stress Solutions, or pardon me, The Stress Solution. The Four Steps to a Calmer, Happier, Healthier You. Now, there are a gazillion uh, self-help books out there and everything. But I will say that this one actually is pretty cool to read. Uh, It's not one of these boring scientific books, although it does give you some good background. And the book's really all about how every day we're dealing with these micro stress doses. And it explains how toxic they are for you. Now, we all know, if you're listening to this podcast... You already know how stress is probably the number one killer on the planet, right? Like, because stress really leads to a depleted immune system, lets all sorts of disease and virus take viruses take hold of you. Uh, so I'm not going to rehash whether stress is good or bad. We all know it's going to kill you. But this book takes takes an interesting angle on it because it delves deeper, and it explains how every day we're dealing with micro stress doses. Now, we usually just think, oh, fuck, I'm stressed because of the bad traffic or the terrible service here, or I got ripped off at work because the office said they were going to charge me one thing for my rent, and then they magically threw other charges on my bill. Um, Anyways, that's another story I'll get into. But the book talks about how way back when, when we were cavemen, we were actually designed to feel stress for survival reasons. And it makes sense. We had one or two major predators when we back when we used to live in caves. And it was some sort of big cat, like a big tiger and some other animal. And when we would be hunted by those predators, we would run for our lives. The adrenaline would pump. We'd run for our lives. We'd have a stress response. You know, the arteries would open up. We would have the heart pounding so we could react quickly. The blood flow would be loosened up so we could sprint and run away um, and all sorts of things. And then when the peril was over, we'd feel really tired from the stressful event so we could go hide in a cave and sleep it off. And the problem is way back then, I don't know if it's several hundred thousand years ago or a couple million years ago, we would have those stressful events once every month. Maybe once every two, maybe three weeks. Who knows? Maybe less. And so our body was originally designed for survival to feel stress 
on those very intermittent uh, levels or at time periods. As we've grown into what is society today, we're now feeling stress not once a month. Things aren't happening to us that piss us off once every two weeks. 10 times a day, there is shit that will piss you off and things that will make you feel stress. And the body doesn't really distinguish between whether a giant tiger is hunting you down or whether you just couldn't remember the password for an app on your cell phone and you're getting pissed off. The body has a similar reaction either time. And while generally speaking, feeling or having that chemical reaction within your body is a very useful tool for survival purposes, it's a deadly tool, if not suicide, based on the fact that we're now feeling that sort of event 10 times in a day. You get out of bed. You get cut off in work, driving to work. You feel the stress. You get to work. You have a flat tire now. You feel stress. You, you open your email as soon as you get to your desk. Some asshole's emailing you something that's pissing you off. Now it's not even 10.30 a.m. yet, and you've already been effectively chased by three different giant tigers, if you will. And your body is not designed to survive in this constant state of stress. That's why people that have this constant stress day in, day out, multiple times a day, end up looking and becoming very unhealthy, whether cancers, viruses, whatever attacks their body because of the constant stress. Um, it could be that you have heart disease because your heart's always getting these adrenaline shots. Your memory fails, your sexual drive goes down, sexual function gets affected. All these things will destroy your body over time when you're always feeling the stress. And so I thought it was a great book because instead of just looking at stress as this thing that happens to you from the outside, we kind of learn, and once you learn about what stress is and why your body reacts to it in the first place, it can help you reframe how to deal with it when confronted it, with it in the first place. Because since I've read the book, I haven't finished the book, frankly. I'm probably a third of the way through, but I picked up what I needed to to give this podcast. Um, point being, when you get to understand that your brain is magnifying these small little stressors in your life every day, it can help you put a bit of a pause or hit the pause button before you overreact to certain things. So now that I kind of understand that, you know, we used to experience these giant stresses uh, as cavemen, and it was to really protect ourselves and save our lives. And when I have a little stressful event these days, yeah, look, if I get a lot of stressful events in one day, they're going to build on me and I'm going to start to have a bad reaction. Uh, fair enough, right? I'm, these last several COVID months have been incredible for me. Honestly, I feel like my hair has never looked fuller and thicker. Um, not that not that I don't have a huge head of hair anyway, but even more so. Um, my skin looked great no matter what I was eating. And it was because I wasn't dealing with all these poisons that the body secretes when you're taking fight or flight from a stressful event. Now, starting June 1st, what happens? The city starts to open again. Incredibly bad drivers. Sometimes I'm wondering if they're trying to go out of their way to kill me. 
Um, you know, the today I had a client calls me four times within an hour and a half, leaving the same voicemail every time. There's no urgency, there's no nothing, but here they are just pounding away at me. And sometimes this shit builds on you and you snap. So I'm not saying, you know, you never have a bad day and you're going to start feeling stressed. But what the book did help me do is this. When something little would happen, instead of reacting, I think to myself, is this the equivalent of me having to run from my life? Is this the equivalent event that is worth all the shit that's about to take place in my body if I feel stress? And it's helped me put a bit of a pause. And in that little gap between stimulus and me reacting, I've been able to gradually work and and settle down, my, settle myself down a little bit before I go apeshit. Uh, because who knows? Some secretary at work charges me an extra four hundred dollars that she promised me wouldn't be on the bill. So, with that being said, uh, I want you to think about that and check out the book. Uh, I have no affiliation with this guy, uh, but he writes it in a really uh, fun way. That you're not thinking, you're not going to think you're reading some medical journal or anything like that. It's kind of, it's just interesting the whole history of how and why we're developed to react the way we react. And if you look at the course of your day, the problem is back then versus these days is there's just so many things every day that are going to get, get you riled up. And what I found is the more you get riled up, the easier it is for you to get riled up because essentially your brain becomes addicted to wanting to pump these chemicals out. That's why you'll, you'll find that. Stressed people always get stressed really easy over little things or angry people always get angry really easy over little things. In part, it's because their brains are really craving the secretion of those chemicals to satisfy whatever that addiction is. Um, it's no different than uh, drug addiction. It's like withdrawal when you're not getting whatever drug you're addicted to you crave it. And just, it's the same thing when you have anger or stress addictions, which you can develop, you build up more receptors in your brain specifically for those amino acids or chemicals. And your brain wants it all the time to feed those receptors. And so that's why stress people will sometimes pursue stressful events uh, because they want to feed their brain. I think I myself may be guilty of that in the sense that like, you know, one of my Big sticking points is technology. I grew up with computers and I'm the go-to guy for fixing computers. It's not that I'm bad with them, but things have gone so crazy now with how everything needs passwords. You need a password on top of a password and you can't just use things like you used to be able to. Even an app on a phone, you used to be able to tap on an app on a phone. Now you can't. You tap on an app and even though you never needed a password for the last year you were using it, suddenly the app wants a password that you have no idea what it is and you need to access something on the app really quick so you get pissed off. Or you try to log in at Costco, but you can't because you can't remember the password and you've already reset it 30 times that year. Even though you've written it down, you know the drill. My point is every day, all day, there are these little things that can keep setting you off. For myself, instead of me walking away, I had this bad habit of resetting the password, resetting it again and again and again, even though it still wouldn't work for whatever reason. Uh, because I become so obsessed with just trying to fix the stupid thing. And it's been a fight with computers every day for years. They haven't really helped my life. Uh, quite the opposite. Cell phones have made me too accessible. So like today, we have the client calling me over and over and over, leaving the same voicemail for literally no fucking reason. And it, it drives you, it can drive you mad. And 
I'm getting better now, but you know, a year ago, if this person had called a third time, I would have just answered the phone really pissed off, telling them to go shove it. Um, this time around, I was able to catch myself. I blocked the number after the fourth call and I waited a few hours. And when I had a, free, a few moments and I was in a good place mentally, I called them back. And the first thing I said is, please do not call me four times. There's literally no reason for that. And she apologized and hopefully I got through with her. But if I didn't, that's fine. She'll just invite her, her way back to my block list. Um, but all day, every day, we can keep building on these little stressors because that's life fighting with technology, computers, cars, people. You know how things are these days in this era, unfortunately, here in the United States. Everybody's a homegrown bully and everybody's an asshole and everybody's a liar. Um, gee, I don't, can't seem to know why that started. I think it started somewhere around January 2016. Hmm. Anyways, we won't get into that. But point being, between people, technology, life's obligations, worry about the future, Every day, can you could just be living in a pool of stress for no reason because you're not your life actually isn't in danger. When you can't log into your friggin' email, your life is not going to end. There's no tiger that's about to bite your head off. So why have the same reaction? At least let have that same reaction if you're going to uh, actually be in danger. And you just have to learn to shrug things off. Way easier said than done, but I definitely highly recommend this book, and I highly recommend you also take a pause and start evaluating in the day-to-day, -day because sometimes we get so used to this drip, 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 drip of stress in the daily routine, and I highly recommend to also go, go back and listen to one of my other podcasts earlier called The uh, Frog in Boiling Water. One of my favorite podcasts, because it really discusses how... Uh, it's easy to get so stressed that you kill you end up dying from whatever because you get so used to just a little bit of stress today, a little bit more tomorrow, and it keeps compounding and building very slowly, one drop at a time, until you're so overwhelmed you don't even realize it because it's happened so slowly and in such such small increments. And stress can be that way too, because you could feel a little bit of stress and think, oh, no big deal. It's just part of life. You're going to feel a bit of stress here and there. But what you don't realize is that if it's happening all the time, every day, you have to look at the cumulative effect, cumulative effect of what this is doing to your body. You may not think much of it, but that's why a lot of people, even in their late 30s, early 40s, they're just out for a walk. And next thing you know, they have a massive heart attack. And people are like, huh, he was so young. And yeah, that person may have been a happy person, more or less, but he wasn't or she wasn't accounting for that slow drip, drip, drip of, you know, small stresses 10 times a day. And I, I advise you to, when you have some time this weekend or next week, take a piece of paper and think about all of the things that piss you off in life and ask yourself, which of these piss me off in life every day? And... Don't discard them as well. It doesn't bug me that much. When somebody honks me off, hon uh, cuts me off in the traffic and I honk my horn and I get frustrated for a, a few minutes, don't brush that off. Put that on your list of micro stress doses because even that will get to you and it'll prematurely age you and who knows what. And by making a list, you'll be more, more cognizant of your triggers so that you can avoid reacting to them as much when they occur and they're going to occur they're occurring all day every day around you 
especially when you leave your house. I mean, I couldn't leave my house without some driver almost hitting me. Then I would go down the street and then a driver would be parked right at the corner of the street illegally. So I couldn't see traffic coming and I wouldn't have even left my street yet without already feeling agitation. Right. (laughs) So, and it just goes downhill from there. I go to Trader Joe's, which I try not to go to anymore. You get there and then you try to walk in the store, but some idiots decided to park his cart in the middle of the entrance on his cell phone so he can have a chat and block everybody. That drives you nuts. You're trying to get food. Somebody parks their cart in front of the food aisle, the food skew that you want to access because they don't care that anybody else may need to access. But my point is, I won't go into this diatribe, but my point is every day, all day, stress, 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 stress. And you need to get to a point where you're either avoiding the stressors or you learn how to cope with them such to the point that you're not experiencing those chemical burdens on your body because they will kill you. You may not think it now. Maybe you're younger. Maybe you look all good. Uh, But there have been plenty of people that look like they're in great shape and they're eating their way on the inside. Like they're just rotting on the inside from all the stress all the time. And then bang, out of nowhere, they get hit with some bizarre illness and it's too late. So with that being said, please, please, please make a list of the things that piss you off. Check them twice and do something about it. It's never too late to reinvent yourself. Thanks again for tuning in to The Everglow, chronicling my life as an empath as I travel the globe. Check us out on Instagram at N-E-I-L-B-H-A-R-T-I-A for more photos related to this and other podcasts.